for good. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. What's going on? You're now listening to a wise man. Study the greats. And I study the greats. I'm the greatest right now. With my family, it's your boy Kevin Lamar and Dave. Just checking in. What's going on with y'all, man? Happy to have y'all back. Yeah, man. We do, well, I'm doing we doing good. I'm gonna speak for the both of us. We're doing good right now. We just uh you know kind of took a little slight break. I know it's been a while since we recorded something, but um but now everything good, fam good, we're good. So back like cook crack. Back like cook crack. Cook crack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, before we get started, we just want to let everybody know. Um, you know, as we evolve, uh, shout out to Devin, uh Devin Jahan and his clothing brand. But as we evolve and keep growing, we introducing things that kind of get more interactive, right? So we come up with wise Wednesdays, right? So on wise Wednesdays. You can tune in or, or log in or whatever you want to call it. Uh, super good, the podcast uh, on IG. Um, and we're going to take our turns, you know, speaking on, sharing wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Dropping knowledge to people. Um, so when, when myself studied the greats or Mr. Kevin Lamar do it, it's, that's a wise man Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? You're getting, you're getting key knowledge from, from the great men of the, of the podcast. And then on one given day, you know, our, our sister, our queen, is day she might come on there and give that that woman touch that we always 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 need so um you know what i'm saying tune in and log in make sure you're just scrolling through um but yeah wise wednesdays i think it's gonna be pretty chill all right so now we just want to get into this icebreaker before we start tackling these topics for the podcast today so the icebreaker that i came up with um is it's a question are you a talker or are you a listener now I know it's kind of been some discussion of like, you know, maybe you could be both, you could fall in the middle, but for this, this time, you got to pick one. So <laughs> are y'all talkers or are y'all listeners? I, I'm going to talk my shit. And then, <laughs> like, I don't, it's like, I, I, like, I want to be both, but it's like, I, I guess I got to be more of like, I'm a talker. I'm going to say what I got to say or I'm going to say something. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I can be a listener. So I'm just going to say I'm a talker just because I talk about shit sometimes or talk shit sometimes. Uh, I'm going to say I'm a listener. Um, Again, since we got to pick, I feel like I'm a I'm a good listener. Now I listen to sometimes I listen to respond, um, but ultimately though I think I'm a good listener. People tell me I'm a good listener. People say you know like you always give good advice and stuff. So, but in order to give good advice, I feel like you gotta listen. Like you gotta truly meet that person where they're at and hear what they're saying. So, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I'm a good listener or I am a listener. And you say good, I'm a listener. All right, so I'm gonna say I think. 
I think we can all agree that we are like depending on the situation or whatever, we can be both. Like depending on who you're around, you know, you may be talking more or you know, whatever. But I for for this specific um icebreaker and having to choose, I'm gonna say that I am more of a listener. Um I feel like I'm very like observant in most situations where I just tend to kind of sit back and observe and listen and like I like rarely ever really be wanting to talk for real I, I know like we on here for the podcast and we be rapping but like I think I just be listening um for the most part so I'm, I'm gonna go with listener I, I think I'm a very good listener as well so and I think Kim is right. I think all good all good speakers are good listeners too. You know what I'm saying? So like eh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. So yeah. If you're a straight up listener, I think you could be awesome. Like so, I'm not saying you, babe, but like some people <laughs> could probably be off some like mischievous shit, like listening and be like, mm, that nigga said that. And, like and take it, you know, and you know, no. I'm just saying, like, and I, I feel like the people that talk the most just be talking shit. Like, I, said, I feel I like when you do sometimes. a lot of talking, you don't really back your shit up, or like when you a talker, you just a, you a talker, like you just be saying shit, like. So what if you're a talker but you back your shit up at the same time? No, it ain't many of them. <laughs> different levels to it. There's definitely different levels to it. Um. That's a fact. It is because you do have you do have those who just be rapping and never about nothing. Um, and you got some like kids. I I have been that. You know what I'm saying? I I listen and I be like, oh, they said what? Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> and then I hit you with some shit way beyond Leonda when you forgot that you said some shit. So it depends. It depends on the situation. Depends on what you what you try and prove. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm gonna listen first and foremost, and then I. I decide what's what my response needs to be and how I need to go about making that response known. So I'm gonna go, right. I'm gonna go with that. But good to know who listened to who talked the most. So now we all gonna talk um, and, and add into these these comments. I mean these these topics and, and see how we feel about them. So to get us started, uh, you know, easy transition in, we wanna know who holds who accountable, who holds black men accountable, who holds black women accountable. Um, is one held more accountable than the other? Like, what's your thoughts on on that question? You want to start with this day? Mm. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like black women hold black men accountable, but I don't know what my res- like. I don't know. I'm still thinking on it. I don't know who holds black women accountable. Like. I- Huh. Um, I'm thinking about it in like a lot of different ways of like holding a black woman accountable. Like, I, I mean, when you say that, I'm looking. I'm I'm guessing. I'm I'm gonna say this is like, is it like in, in situations where a female may have may mess up or do something wrong? Like, say like. Um, if 
say like hypothetically your your homegirl like starts an argument with her dude, but like she starts an argument for like no reason, but she's wrong, but nobody's gonna tell her that she's wrong. Like, is that would you put that in the category of like oh like since nobody told her that she's wrong that like nobody's holding her accountable? Well, I think that depends on the type of friend or person you are. Like me personally, I hold. I guess if you looking at it in that sense, I hold my friends accountable, my female friends. So like if they're in a situation and, you know, they feel like they didn't do anything wrong, but I feel like they did, you know, I'm going to speak on it and be like, bro, I think you could have handled it this way. Or, you know, I don't really agree with what you did. But I, at the same time, it's kind of like levels to it because it's like certain things that, I wouldn't do or I don't agree with that my friends may do. I don't like, I can't really hold them accountable because in certain aspects, I'm kind of like, you know, we're different people. We have different views, we have different values. So we look at things differently. So how can I hold you accountable when I understand like we're coming from two different, you know, completely different backgrounds. We were raised differently. So the way you live your life and the way you live, I live my life is different. So how can I hold you accountable for, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Scenario. Here's a scenario, right? All right. A man and a woman, they're fighting, they're arguing. The female put her hands on the dude, right? And the dude hits her one time. Who do you hold accountable for the situation? The man. Why? Um, I, I, f- I feel like we have to be more emotionally stable than what we are. And that, that made me think about like all these situations going on right now in sports with these men like getting in domestic violence um, situations. But ultimately, I feel like, and this is not to sound rude, but we know that a woman, if she's upset or if she fed up or whatever like women cut deep especially black women like they 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 cut deep so i think as men like we got to understand that although her words may cut deep or her actions might hurt it's we're so much more in power when we go to add physicality to it and it just it just makes it so much worse than what it needed to be um so it was one of those things where it's like yeah she was wrong but you know you should never put your hands on a woman. So I feel like no matter what she says or does, it's one of those things where she almost get she almost get a pass once you once you kind of cross the ultimate line. Yeah, I, I can agree with you on that because uh, you know I guess like with this you know this topic is like who holds black men accountable, who holds black women accountable. I think men black men are held to being accountable for for a wide range of things like you know being you know you being held accountable being a you know a father to a child they hold you accountable you know if it's either the the state or you know the mother or you know maybe the household is holding you accountable for a lot of things um i think it's so i think more you know everybody's holding black men accountable but you know, kind of like with day, like, you know, I don't know who's really holding black women accountable. 
in certain situations. And I think they got a good point. And I think that's for both sides. I feel like we, again, we say this all the time, but we're not connected enough to have the same standard. Mm-hmm. And it, and instead of us coming together to say like, regardless of the way you live your life or the way you feel or whatever, whatever, like this is, this is the standard. Oh, this is, this is what we should all be kind of held to. It's one of those things where it's like, y'all do y'all one way, we do us one way. So it's hard to kind of police every situation. But I, I feel that we should be able to come to that. Like it should be, it should be a standard of regardless of the circumstance, right? It should be a point blank period, you don't put your hands on a woman. Point blank period, you don't do, you know, X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third. And that way, when it's kind of concrete, there is no gray area, but we tend to allow a lot of gray area. Um, okay, like, do you feel like you just like speaking to like, I guess this domestic violence situation or, cause I feel like it's, it's hard to set a standard like just across the board just because like you know people's religious beliefs are different their value you know how they are raised like everybody like you're just not going to see things the same way for it to be a a a, a set standard and then it's like when that standard is set like who says that that's morally correct well definitely for the domestic violence situation um probably i mean not for everything but yeah, I, it's tough. I mean, it's a tough thing to do because, like you said, it's there's so many factors that contribute to how you view something the way you view it. Um, so yeah, I would guess I would say more to that point, we need a standard of of, of behavior or uh, accountability. But it's it's hard to say for everything else um, what it could or should be because, like you said, it's, it's a lot of factors that influence how we feel about stuff. Um, so ultimately, I, I mean, I, I'm always pro woman, so I, I feel like, I feel like not a lot of people, I feel, oh, well, let me say this. I feel like black men should hold black men accountable more. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like we do that enough, um, as black men, you know what I'm saying? I think that we kind of, you know, fall into like what they're saying of like, oh, that ain't my business or that ain't my, you know what I'm saying, my situation. And we could feel a way though. And I, and I think that that's what we should focus on. Like if you feel a way about the way you see a black man acting or, or handling something, you don't got to fight him about it, but you should be able to speak your opinion and at the very least he hear you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that is what we lack because we get confrontational, we get defensive. When another black man come to us about, our shit we get defensive um i I, I mean honestly i think that's more of like us being men that's like okay that's like like two lions in the jungle no i think it's a black man thing because i feel like two white men could probably come to each other and be like bro dude (laughs) i feel like it's I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, as a black man, yeah. But that's what this is what I'm trying to turn into. Like two, like just imagine two lions in the jungle. You know, one one messing up and the other one come out of nowhere. And, like, you know, they may be rrr, 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 back and forth. But guess what they do? They get to scrapping. But right. it is like they they hash it out and like, all right, bro, like you know you messed up, like, or whatever the case may be. So I kind of think like, but 
I, I'm gonna agree with you on the fact that we as men, black men need to hold each other accountable more because I think at the end of the day, if we're holding each other accountable more, I think women will start holding each other more accountable because if we start setting the standards of certain things higher, then they'll look at things like, all right, well, they doing this, then they, they ain't tolerating certain, certain things or well, they ain't doing certain things no more. So we had to align, try to align with them so we can you know, have better uh, outcomes overall no matter what the situation is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And like, and I think women, and I just say fall in line because that's not what I mean, but I can't think of a better, a different phrase. I do think that if we hold ourselves to a higher standard or even a higher, a higher sense of accountability or being open, open to somebody checking us, right? And then you could take that how you want in that moment and hash it out like you said, whatever, whatever. But I think if we did that more, one, we lessen the responsibility on our women. Two, we allow them to focus more on themselves. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of women focus so much on us that they don't have time for themselves. You know what I mean? So I feel like if we took it upon ourselves to do more by us, for us, um, I think we would make our, our women's jobs a lot easier. But yeah, it's a black man thing. Like You know what I'm saying? Like That's how we was raised. We was raised to be tough. We wasn't raised to be no punk. We wasn't raised to let nobody check you, you know what I'm saying? It just is how it's how it's ingrained. But I think we got to come to a point. And you said it before, even with just like checking in on your man's, like seeing how he, if he good or not. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't even we don't even do that. So if you can't do that, how the fuck you think I'm gonna listen to you tell me I'm wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just how it's just how it's been. But that's how I ultimately feel. I think I think we should do better. I just really feel like we could do better. So in that accountability um we do have a, a a sister who tries to hold black women accountable um and monique right so we had a situation not too long ago where um you know she spoke out about black women stepping out in public with scars on their head um so i guess day it was only it's only right to start with you um do you think she's wrong for speaking on it in the manner which she did and trying to hold women accountable about, well, black women in particular, uh, accountable about how they present themselves in public or, and should we be pushing for our women to start presenting themselves better in public? So how, how do you feel about it as a black woman hearing what Monique had to say about, uh, what was it, the, the bonnet or the, the scarf? It, it started I with- mean, I'm, I'm like, okay, so I'm not a go out with your bonnet on type of chick anyway. Like, if my hair is messed up, I'm gonna throw a, like a little baseball cap with whatever on my head. I'm not walking out with a bonnet. One, I just feel like, like I'm the type of person, if I'm gonna like be laying in my bed in something, like I'm not about to be outside in that. Like I'm very like particular like that. Like when I'm out and about, when I come home, I will not like, lay on my bed or anything like that if like I haven't showered like with those same clothes like I just will not do it so like that's how I look at the bonnet situation for me like I won't wear a bonnet outside the house um like if I know I'm getting out the car now there have been times where I think I might have left out in a scarf if I was just like 
if I had to like drop somebody off like super early in the morning and I was literally dropping them off and just like not getting out my car at all. So I have done that. But as far as like going to the airports with the bonnet, I'm not rocking like that. Going in Walmart, which I see all the time with the bonnet. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I, like, I feel like you can present yourself better than that. Like, I just, I don't know. That's my opinion. I'm, I'm not bothered by what she said. I feel like people speak on how they feel all the time. So what's different with this? Um, so. Yeah. <clears throat> well, like, my thing is, like, I think, you know, I, I get to a point, it's kind of like ghetto to a point because it seems like it's, it's not just like one female, it'd be a flock of them all looking, you know, with the same shit on, bonded, scarf, you know, and I look at it as like, if, you know, why would you present yourself like that? and expect certain outcomes is like i look at it as like they could be blocking a blessing they could be you know out here in this bonded and stuff like that i mean so i knew I, what i'm about to say is i know certain men don't care how certain women look but at the same time if you present yourself better you may run into somebody they may be like all right you know like she nice looking this is and that boom 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 you know that could be something that you know goes on to be something bigger because you just presented yourself you know better in the situation or in the airport store or whatever the case may be but i think us well, as a coach women are looking like i i feel like we're in agreement with the bonnet thing i just don't like the comment about i feel like you compare a lot of stuff to women trying to attract men and i just feel like that's black like not related like i feel like you shouldn't be in a bonnet period not just because well, you uh, might be blocking your blessing from attracting a nice man i don't know i was gonna get to that i was gonna get to that too like at the same time like going out present yourself better like nobody wants to see you know walking around with your bonded on some pajamas and shit like that like no like we're the only like we're like pretty much i mean of course, other races are starting to do it because we do that shit. They think it's acceptable, but at the same time, it's really not. I ain't never seen no white girl with a bonnet on. You never? <laughs> I, I'm serious. I've never I mean, seen it, a white girl with a bonnet on in public. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's one or two of them somewhere out here. But then again, I don't like to say in Walmart, I'd be a target there. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> I think, you know, our women can do, you know, a lot better, you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm in between on this one and I hate to be that way. Like, I always try to make a firm, like, how I feel about something. But a part of me is like, bro, who cares? Like, and then I, and I say that because I look at it for me, like for guys. Like, and again, I, I, I feel like it's sometimes unfair or at the very least we don't hear the challenges much, you know what I'm saying, against us. But like, so for, for guys, what does that mean? We shouldn't walk out the house looking like, cause I'll probably walk out this bitch looking all types of fucked up. So it's like, what what is it that we are viewed as unacceptable? So I'm not, not just like our pants sagging or whatever, whatever. Typically when your pants sagging, you still got clothes on. So it's like, we can't walk out in, like a tank, we can't just walk outside in the tank top and shorts because we do that. We walk outside. I mean, I think, 
you know what I'm saying, Crocs and flip-flops, we do that. So I just felt like for some, you know what I'm saying, like I get it, like it, it really, like I don't know. It's one of them things for me, it's like the previous question where it's like everybody got their own idea of what's acceptable and what's not. And, and because there is no one like unified vision of it, you know what I'm saying, it's hard to police it. But I feel like, you know, that's her opinion, that's cool. The only thing I disliked about what she said about it, or the main thing I disliked about what she said about it, was when she was saying that that means you don't have pride in yourself. I didn't like that she said that, because I don't think that it equates to that for every woman. You can have very prideful women who say like they, and it could be a step further than what they say, but it could be, I just had to run out real quick, and you know, make, I was cooking dinner and I forgot this last ingredient. So I ran out to the grocery store to pick it up. That don't mean she don't got pride. You know what I'm saying? So that was the only piece in where I was like, she took it a little too extreme, but I feel like too, she was speaking directly to a certain woman and she wasn't trying to like, just say that. Cause I think she was focusing on, you know, kind of the women that we see that's like always on the go in and out the airport and, you know, they were in bonnets with uh, pink sweatsuits and, you know, cute Crocs and stuff. I think she was talking more to that woman. I don't feel like she was talking to like the hardworking woman who was just tired or, or you know, whatever like that. So that I, I just didn't like the fact that about the whole not having pride. But I don't know, because I found women in bonnets and pajama pants sometimes attractive. So it's a little weird for me. Like sometimes I'm like, girl, your pajamas are a little too small. But sometimes I'm like, damn, you make that shit look good. So I, I'm up and down. Like, I'm not consistent with it. So it might be in part to like, like a generational thing. Like, I feel like my mom is very like, you need to like, I don't care where you're going. When you leave the house, you need to look presentable. Right. So like, I feel like it could be part that like, yeah. you know, I feel like they back then they were taught like, Whenever you need the house, you need to make sure your hair is like this and this, this, and that. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I like I like what they just said. That that is because she like Monique is like forty five, almost fifty. So what? She's probably older than that. Yeah, she's probably like fifty five. I mean, I don't know. She older, you know. So so that's probably where I think she's saying it coming from as yeah. like more like a you know like how she call herself auntie or whatever, like. And she did say that. She was referencing how people call her auntie. So he was like, well, since y'all call me auntie, I'm going to share this tidbit. And I, again, like I said, I get that. And I I can respect that. Because like you said, it is, that is a woman in time in which, you know, it was more so, I think that was a more holistic view of like how the world already sees you. So don't give them another reason to say something else about you. And I think that that is something that was more critical to, you know, like our moms, you know what I'm saying? And, and women of that time who came from, you already at a deficit in the eyes of the world. So you wanna make sure that you put yourself in a position to never have, you know, never give them something extra to talk about. And I think that that is lost on this generation overall, not just women, but men too. So I, in that regard, I think she has a point, um, but, I just think, you know, we're in a we're in we're in a town where like as soon as you hear something that sounds crazy to you, it's like a it's an issue. You don't really break down what what the meaning could have been or what she probably meant it to be. So do I have an issue with it personally? It depends. Like sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, but overall it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know why she won the world got the house like that, but okay. So I'm up and down.
we have another person who has thrust himself into the conversation of uh, guru, you know, and trying to hold people accountable or put people up on about themselves or whatever. But some people don't like it, as we know. So uh, Kevin Samuels is a, is a petition going around. Um, I think it got about like 8,000 signatures now where people are trying to get him removed from social media platforms such as YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. So, you know, it's the whole cancel culture thing. So do you guys think that Kevin Samuels need to be um, canceled as these people signing this petition think that he should? So I'm going to speak on it. Um... I don't think he needs to be canceled. Um, just because of the fact that uh, one is like he he has a platform. He has a platform where he, you know, he he talks talks to uh, females, and they talks to females and say, hey, you know, they come in. I guess whatever the topic is, that they it may get to a point where he may ask. I guess it's like more females looking for a man or action about relationship advice from him, but he goes goes in deep with them as saying like, all right, hey, what's your situation? You know, was you raised to be a housewife? Was you raised to be a wife? Was, you know, it's asking these questions and then, you know, I guess it more like trickles down into like trying to find out like a lot of them, you know, don't know certain things and he kind of like, it's like, I think in certain situations I, I may have seen, like he was pretty like cool with the, the female, gave her some good advice and let her, you know, didn't go ham on her, but it's a few times that he had, did go ham on some females and stuff like that. So I guess it's more like the fact that where he's coming from as a man talking to a female. And I guess that's why they trying to, you know, sign this petition to get him canceled, but it's not going to happen. Like, I guess they say that he got like a million followers, a million subscribers on YouTube and like almost a million on Facebook, uh, on IG. Like they're just not gonna cancel just because of that. So I don't think it's gonna happen though. I personally think they should cancel his ass. <laughs> I don't like him. I never really liked, I only listened to like one episode or whatever, not even a full episode. It's probably just a clip. But I don't, I, I wasn't feeling what I list, what I um, was able to hear. I don't agree with everything that he says. I don't like how, um, like I haven't listened to much of anything, just that one episode, but from what Kevin just described, what he does, it seems like it's mainly attacking women. And I don't like how men like to get on high platforms and attack women about like, oh, a man doesn't want you because you wasn't raised to do this or you didn't, you don't have these type of qualities and this, this and that. And like, I feel like men be all hopping on that bandwagon, but it's like, it's a lot of y'all that's out here. Y'all shit wasn't together. Some, some women met y'all, helped y'all get y'all shit together. Like, I feel like some men take pride in his platform because he's like bashing women. And I don't like it. And granted, I feel like, okay, after you listen to the first little whatever, you see what he about. I feel like some of these girls or women is just stupid for continuing to call this nigga and think that he's going to handle it any differently. So, I mean, I guess you put yourself out there, then you 
whatever. But I just, I don't know. It seems like based on what you, Kevin, just described, you didn't say anything about how he talks about a woman not wanting a man because of X, Y, and Z. Like, it always seems like it's just a man don't want a woman because of this, this, and that. And, like, I'm really not with the sexist shit. So I, I'm just well, not feeling that. Well, before, before he's really started talking about women, he went, like, three years straight talking about men. But that was, like, more, like, I think was, they said, like, two, three years ago. So nobody, like, when he was talking about men, nobody was, like, listening to him. But now, since he, like, turned around, it but was, like... But you don't see that that's an issue? Like, now he's bashing women that everybody... No, no, I don't, I don't think and he's... And I think I don't, that my issue with it is that you listen to the shit and you be agreeing with what he's saying. I like, think, he's a very no, it's, it's, it's not sexist. I guess it, it's some situations where you listen to females so bad about men, right? They say, oh, he ain't shit. This is and that. He, you know got you know six baby mamas this is and that you know and nobody bats an eye you know people applaud that sometimes but then he turns around and tells a female who has six kids by four different men that she can't get a man that that she said that I think one girl was like she wants a man that makes over a hundred over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars he's like so you want a man with no kids to come take care of you and your kids it's like, like, what, where, like, where would that really happen? That you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm not saying that like, he's like something that you know the the likelihood of that happening is something to none because not a lot of men make over a hundred thousand dollars like that anyway. I just feel like a lot of his listeners aren't shit, and I feel like if that was you on that call, you would feel some type of way because I'm pretty sure like the fucking people that be listening to him. Like I said, ain't shit or probably wasn't shit at some point, and he would get into your ass too. But I feel like that's, when that's people like, feel like they're at a place or they can't really be read or whatever the case may be, they tend to like. I just I really but, don't like it. I don't like his perspective. The shit that he be saying is just like but, off to me, and I don't. I feel like there's also a way that you can be honest with someone without being disrespectful. And I feel like a lot of his, like, he be coming off disrespectful. And well, I'm not in a well, lot of those female situations. I ain't got no kid. I ain't got six kids with three different babies. I ain't got no kids. And, but I still feel like, damn, it's a, it's a way to, like, approach that situation without being like that. But I'm going to shut up for y'all. Well, no, but so, like I said, like, the, he, he strictly doesn't talk to females, like, he talked to men and doing the same thing to men like two, three years ago. Men calling in talking about, hey, you know, I still my mom, 23 years old, this, this, and that. He like, bro, get your shit together. Like, no female gonna want a man to still live with his mom. Like, he was doing the same thing to men that he's doing to women. But he's I, getting more clout off the fact that he's bashing women. So do you not see the? But do you not see the no, trend? No, no. Like you don't see no, the no, no. So, 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 so it's, it's, it's like my thing is, it's like. Nobody says anything when a female talks bad about a man. What? They they what got they so no no so like you got you got plenty of TV shows that have a, a panel of women and then when the topic comes up about a guy, they say X Y and Z about him. And Can you he, name the show? Because I'm not. What is it? The TV show, the uh, the the real. You got uh. The real. They talk about a whole bunch of shit. But it, I mean, but at the same time, it's like they talking. They, they get to a point where they talk about some something about men. 
or whatever. Their show, is not, their show is not geared to bash. No, it's not. They I'm, talk about a whole bunch of different topics. I, 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 never, to, I never said that, that that's all they do. You said they bash men. When? I said when they get to a topic where it's about a man, that's when they may, you have Lonnie Love on there saying so, X, Y, and Z, but it's like, What's my thing is, is like, my thing is, is like, he, he he's going to, he's going against the grain of people like Derek Jackson, uh, Steve Harvey and stuff like that. That's basically said like, hey, I mean, even Steve Harvey had a female on, on this show one time. She had a goddamn list of like 50 things that a man cannot have that she, that like, that she won't date. Like, okay, but dude, Steve Harvey don't come. That's what I'm saying. It's a way to be honest and approach a situation in a respectful way. He's, I, he's pretty. He's Steve pretty. Harvey. He's pretty respectful, actually. But you oh, get female to come. You get females that come on and actually like really disrespectful. Because okay, you like them, so just go ahead. I, I, I don't see nothing like. Uh, study the grades. What's your feedback? Because he gonna go all day. I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I mean, he's not going to get. He's not going to get canceled. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Like, um, I'm not gonna bullshit you, like, like, you get paid for this nigga show the way you going. <laughs> I thought to answer the question directly, I don't think he should get canceled. And I'm saying that from a perspective of I think we give people power who, if we don't want them to have it, don't give it to them. So I'm saying that, like, if you don't like what he say, don't listen. Like, they say, I heard one episode, I don't like the way he come off, so I don't tune in. A petition to get him removed just says that he he got to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he really, like, affecting how you feel about yourself and, and all that. So I feel like if you're not really buying into his words, then stop listening. And um, that'll be that. So... And then two, I'm thinking about it, thinking about what Kev said, you know, how he kind of, if that's the case, he kind of switched his mojo. So I feel like if that's the case, I don't even feel like this is who he really is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like in person, behind closed doors, he probably apologizing to people. Like, I'm sorry, I just got to be like that, you know, whatever. I feel like maybe that is a bit of the clout chasing um, to get people to listen to him. Because at the end of the day, if we want to keep it funky, no one listens to a man who don't have like some type of status or some type of notoriety when he given that type of advice. You know what I'm saying? Like Steve Harvey is Steve Harvey. He wrote a book, boom, boom, boom. Um, and even now, you know what I'm saying? You got his stepdaughter out there doing how she doing it. So it's, it's a, like a, it's an interesting thing to kind of hear his perspective a little bit. So I feel like maybe this was a, a marketing thing um to get him noticed and then and in that regard i gotta give him credit because it's working um from a business standpoint but me personally on his messaging i don't have an issue with what he with his what i'm taking as his meaning because i think that he's telling the truth to a lot of people men and women because i heard him go to do before too i do think he's it's a it's an easier way to go about it without being you know brass and rude but i think the messaging of it is is kind of true in a lot of senses where He's saying what we need to hear, maybe just a little too harshly to some people. Like some women do need to hear that, boo, you ain't gonna get the dude you're looking for with your situation. You know what I'm saying? And some niggas need to hear like, nigga, you're not gonna get that IG model when you and your mother basement pushing 400 pounds. Like, I think the realism of what's being said is, is needed, but does he have to do it the way in which he does it? 
No, because like even the dude on there, I think he called him like a fat fuck with a little dick um, or some shit like that. But I was like, damn, dude, probably like really sensitive about that little dick. So you don't got to be that that brass about it. But ultimately, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if you don't like them, don't listen. And so it's more of his tone. That's Yeah, that's it's definitely his tone. It's definitely his tone. And people don't like it. And I, I can't knock it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because that's not the way it has to be. You don't have to be like that to get people to listen to you or want to take heed to your advice. So, so it's, it's definitely the tone. It was one clip he like spoke to a young young lady. She's probably like 28, something like that. He spoke to her off some like father type stuff. Like, yo, you need to take a step back, you know, reevaluate your situation. Like, because I guess she, the girl was like with a dude for like seven, like seven or eight years. And he, she was like, I want to get married. So he was like, have you sold him that you want to get married? Uh, no, he was like, well, you need to step back and like remove yourself from the situation. Because if that's what you want and he's not going to give you that, then, you know, you're wasting your, your, your prime years with a dude that's not going to marry you. So it's like a lot of times he comes at, he don't come at females harsh. He comes at them like, yo, like, this is what you need to do. Someone, you say he don't come at females harsh? A lot of times he really don't. It's like you may like a lot of people who see like some of his clips is like some of his, his clips where you know they got females on there that's like talking reckless and he like buck back at them like yo you're not gonna come on my platform and disrespect me so I'm gonna let you know what it is. So a lot of his tones are not like the way people think it is, but that's what I'm saying. Like people look at it from the one clip and just judge it from there. But like I said, I look I watched some of his videos like. I think a lot of times what he's saying is like some things that a lot of like from like a lot of these females don't have dads. So it's like a, a father figure coming from the uh, right tongue. Can we go to the next topic? I feel like I'm getting sick listening to this. You keep saying like a lot of these females, like every time you explain one of his episodes or talk about him, it's always like something a female needs to hear or so that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, what about males? Like, and I kind of say he talked to males for two, three years. But every time you say something, like literally, instead of just saying a lot of these, a lot of these fe- uh, uh, males so the, so don't have dads and da 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 da. Hold on. So my thing is, I'm going off. I'm going off of what's going on now. The petitions dropping now is the fact that what he's saying to what women. It's not because what he said two, three years ago to the to the, the black man or something like that. It's like what he's saying to women. Like that's that's my thing. Is like I can't. I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and argue about it. It's like it is what it is. Like yeah, people are definitely upset because you have you have a black man um, or man in general uh, speaking in a tone to women that most women or people find unacceptable. That's that's the bigger issue. I think if he was saying what he was saying in a, in a nicer way um, or more delicate way, I don't think you would hear much about people signing petitions. Um, but I, I, I'm looking at it like from based off of just the stuff we just uncovered, possibly, I'm looking at it like it's probably a marketing ploy for him because who is Kevin Samuel? You know what I'm saying? Like, what did he do? Did he, you know what I'm saying? Well, how did he reach this level? So I feel like for him, that was his way of saying, and it could have happened. I don't know. It could have been a plan. It could have happened mistakenly. And then it just caught a buzz. I don't know. But I'm looking at it like if he if he spent two or three years focusing on men, that was probably his genuine intent, his genuine content. 
Maybe he didn't reach the notoriety he wanted to. Maybe the message wasn't getting out there. No idea. But along the way, if he switched tunes, and I feel like it was it probably was more so just to get him notoriety. And so for that, I mean, everybody can have a gimmick. And if that's his gimmick, then I'm not, I'm going to look at it and say, okay, that was pretty wise of you to get to where you wanted to get to if that was your place. But for me personally, I don't disagree with some of the stuff I hear him say, but I get turned off by it, especially when he's talking to women, because you don't have to go that harsh. Now, do some women deserve it? Yes. Do some men deserve it? Yes. So for the clips that I've personally heard, it's been more so like um, men who don't want to accept like their situation or women who don't want to accept their situation. But ultimately, I think that, you know, he could he could change tune a little bit um and still get the same reaction that he want to get but um i don't listen to him you know like i said like i we talked about his name came up you know i hear a little bit here and there but i don't like watch his youtube shit or listen to his if he got a podcast whatever he do um i only hear his name when it comes up because people are upset about how he might have handled somebody teaches him very factual he's gonna get canceled man that's at the end of the day he's not gonna get canceled I can agree. I can agree with that. Because, um, and again, like, you have the world is wide, and people take to what people take to what they take to. Like I'm saying, like they clearly saying, I don't fuck with dude. Like he could not ever touch a radio or a, a YouTube screen again, and I'm cool. And you got somebody that's downstairs, like, no, Kevin's my guy. Like, he gives me hope. Like, you know, people going to be inspired by what they get inspired by. So, for, and it's social media. Like, it's, I mean, it's literally the platform to speak how you want. And if somebody likes it, they'll they'll log in, subscribe or whatever. So, um, you know, I just feel like, like, day, like, if you complaining about them, why you keep listening? Just stop listening. And if, you, if it's enough people who really dislike what he's saying, they stop listening, then he'll have no choice but to fade the black anyway, so. Again, I feel like just don't give it power if you don't like it. That's how, that's the way I'm on. So moving on to another questionable decision maker. And again, you take it how you want. So Nick Cannon has recently fostered up to seven kids. I want to say all about different women, if I'm not mistaken. And most of the time they're like back to back. Like I don't think there's been like any major pauses in in his, uh, his fostering of these children. Um, if I'm not mistaken, his, his explanation is because of his lupus disease and that, you know, doctors have told him that he's on borrowed time. And I think his response was to replenish the world. Um, I think I want to be, I don't want to misquote or misstep, but I think that that was kind of like the, the response to why he's doing or why he's done what he's done. And some people feel a way about it. So um, how do you feel, feel about his approach to if it's because of his disease, do you think he's going about it the right way and fostering these children with these different women um, and not necessarily being in their life as a complete father figure? Um, I won't say that he's not in their life because I don't know. But how do you feel about Nick and popping off seven babies in like two, three years? Um, I'm going to say if, if it is, if his reason is because, the you know, his, uh, his illness, then I can kind of understand, but at the same time, it's like, I probably been like cool if it was like more like, you know, I'm trying to get my wife pregnant or whoever, his girlfriend pregnant, you know, you know, as, you know, as, as many times as I can before I leave this world, just so, you know, when my, you know, my kids, you know, they can reap my benefits once I, I pass, you know, but 
I don't know how many baby mamas he got. I think I, I know Mariah, Mariah Carey got two. I think he got an, another set of twins or something like that. Or whatever. I don't know. It's just my thing is like kind of like too many women for me. If it was like Mariah, Mariah, then I'd be cool with it. But yeah. And once we have four kids in the span of seven months. God damn. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I mean, like I said, if it was, you know, if it's because of his illness and if it was with like one, maybe two women, cool. I know him and Mariah work out. And if it was with like the next woman, you know, he had like three or four kids with her, cool. Like, all right. Like, but damn, it's like, I think like five women, some shit like that. Like, nah, that's too much. I think it's five. Like overall, I, it's, I mean, to me, it just seems a little bit selfish. Like, I feel like if you're on, if you are on borrowed time because of your condition, you want to bring all these kids in the world that you are possibly going to leave. Like, are you factoring in how that child is going to feel growing up without a father? Or like the fact that you said like he may be a part of their life, but like is he actually well he can't be in the home with all seven of them. <laughs> like in a uh, um <clears throat> in the household with them. So like I just feel like people don't really look at the effects that it actually has on the kids. Right. Or it could have on the kids in the long run. So that's that's my little spiel. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel like um, one, like I under, I I kept, I understand to a certain extent because I know, and I know a lot of us men are legacy men. You know what I'm saying? So you wanna, you wanna leave a legacy for your children to follow or whatever. So in that regard, I more so understand that. But I'm also like Kev, like. If that was a if that was an agreement I had with my my long term girlfriend or my wife, and she wanted to have that many children, you know what I'm saying, to carry on whatever empire I built or we're building or whatever, then that's one thing. But I feel like in this situation, it's selfish of him and it's selfish of the women because I feel like for the women, most of them, you know, he's Nick can and the women aren't like necessarily nobodies you know so it's not from what i i think i've read it's not like they're like oh looking for a come up per se but it's it's still to the fact of you know who he is you know he's a provider he seems like a good person from what i could tell um and i feel like these women want children you know what i mean so i think it's selfish on both people so where i want a baby i want a child i fuck with nick nick is nick is on this put a baby in everybody kind of wave and he gonna financially support me and all that, like, let's do it. So I think it's selfish on both parts. And again, like they said, I, but ultimately I think that, I think in their brains, because of their money or status, they feel like they can kind of get by the 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 issues that could arise for that child. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's where, like, it's just, it's really selfish, but you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like, who gonna tell him to stop? If the women are okay with it and he's, that's his plan, then like, how could we really stop them? You know what I'm saying? So I, I would not be doing it um, because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't think like that. I couldn't operate like that. Like I put 10 plus babies out here and I'm just going to die. 
and then they like, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't get to meet you for real. They don't get to know you, you know, hopefully he stayed around in the world long enough to explain this to them <laughs> at an age where they can understand. Um, but I couldn't live like that. Just worrying or hoping that my child could be okay. Understanding like what my mindset was. And, you know, children have, we have, or children have an idea of what their life should be like without even knowing facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they go to the park and see mom and dad pushing another child on a swing and they're like, oh, I never got my dad. And you're like, well, nigga, you was never gonna get him no way because that wasn't his plan. So it's just one of those things where it's like, it's really selfish. Um, but I think it's, I think they felt that way or they think they can maneuver that way because of the fame and the fortune. And I think that they think that because they're in a position to provide for a child that they could kind of rid those issues from that child. But as we've seen with a lot of famous children that that ain't that ain't always the case so yeah i mean i like the yeah, what y'all said about him being selfish yeah, that, that ties into like you know the fact that like he feels as though like me having kids by different women is okay right now but that's a bad look but it's kind of sort of like and his, like I said, with his stat, his status, like people really don't like criticize him, like you know, like they should. I think they don't criticize him because he's a man. If it was a female doing that, it would be a huge issue. But because he's a man, it's not really frowned upon. What? I mean, you can no. I guess it's more like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I think because he's a man and because he's rich. Yeah, because he, he's rich. Now, if it's a broke dude having seven kids, everybody gonna be like, "Bro, you you doing that with him?" Like they gonna crucify him, you know, and put it on his like. But no, nah, I think if it was a broke dude, they crucified a woman. It's gonna be both. Because they'll be like, "Girl, what you about to get out of that?" <laughs> like, I think they crucified a woman. If it's a man, they'd be like, "Nigga, how you pull that off?" I, so yeah, I think it's because he's a man because he's rich and like yeah I'm looking I looked it up and he was on Howard Stern and he had made the comment um, like he doesn't fear death he welcomes it and he said and I quote uh, he got to a space well I got to a space now where it's like I'm probably going to die sooner than most people I mean that's what my doctor said but I'm living life like fuck it I might die in the morning oh, yeah. so let's fuck all night why wear condoms I might not be here tomorrow is what he said Oh, he wild, bro. Oh no, I thought I thought, I thought it was awesome, like some other type of shit. But he said that, bro. That's wild as shit right now, bro. You can't be doing that. Yeah. So, but again, and I think unfortunately for most men who make money or have money, I feel like we think that that is a replacer for us and and what we can provide to our children, and it's not. It's a. It's, it helps. You know what I'm saying? It helps, but. Ask them children 10 years from now, would they rather have their father pick them up from school or, or teach them how to play ball or whatever like that? I'm pretty sure they'll say yes. So is money is a good thing to have to help support, but it ain't it ain't it ain't what what they think it is. So well, you know, that's he just leaving a burden on the on the women now. Just... Yeah, because I mean, what happened when he passed and that bag dry up? You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know. I, it couldn't be me. That's for damn sure. Like seven is too many anyway. I don't how much money I got. You feel me? Like I ain't, I ain't I, trying to do it. One thing I will give him some credit for, some credit for, 
is and I don't well let me not say that I take it back because it, it's social media so it could just be for show the way it looks though it looks like he's there for the women through the pregnancy or through the process now that could be for show it could be a real thing um, but if it is a real thing then I have to give him some credit for that but ultimately I think like Nick just stop like you done what you done it's just time to time to let it be and stop getting these women pregnant you know leave some single women for me thanks you're a wild boy for wilding out. So. Hey, definitely wilding out. Definitely for sure wilding out. Four kids in seven months, bro. Like, how do you even remember all their names? Like, that's nuts. And I, I know them was all, those were all different women. But again, I ain't in that position. So, um, and then we have another, who one of my, one of my boos, Carrie Hilson. So, um, she had a series of tweets. She had a series of tweets, and people were calling them like, uh, like the black, the black. It was like around around the message of loving a black person, loving a black man or woman, and being proud in that. But uh, one of her tweets that um, you know was was captured uh, was where she said, "Men who provide emotional security and display wise leadership will get the softest, most feminine, uh, relaxed." trusting guard down submissive nurturing version of their woman do you think she is onto something with those words i want to say yes and maybe no yes because i guess like when when a man shows a woman that you know emotionally that you know that he can like secure her emotions and you know you know secure his emotions but also you know you know display some wise leadership as in making decisions putting them in the right position in life and stuff like that yeah. i believe that you know a lot of women will submit and you know put their guards down and follow his lead and stuff like that so i, I also believe a lot of these uh, these points so but I kind of depends on the who the the one the woman in this situation. You know, a lot of men may not be. It depends on both. A lot of men may not be emotional, like have that emotional security. Some of them may be like hardwired, but they will probably display some type of wise leadership. You know what I'm saying? But I think if you don't display some type of leadership, it doesn't matter. Like all that, everything else falls apart. You know what I'm saying? So I think you gotta come with if you if you just display some type of leadership, then you'll be good. Like even if your emotions are not secured. So okay. So you're saying the leadership piece is more important than the emotional security I, to get this woman I to reach that point. Yeah, I think if a man can actually lead a, a wife and a family, then like even if he's like maybe like one of those tough dads, hardwired dads, and he may not show that really, really emotions a lot. He still may get, you know, that type of praise because just the fact that he wouldn't put the family or his wife in a bad predicament or lead them into a, you know, a rough patch or something like that. So that's why I said, eh, you know, okay. it kind of falls more on, on, the, on the man. Cause if he's not providing none of that, then, She's not gonna get none of that. 
So it's kind of like conditional. That's fair. Dave, what you thinking? You good? You you think you think women are looking for those two qualities in a man to let back and just be that submissive woman that most men say they want, or is it something else that they got to bring to the table? Um, <clears throat> I think I I'm not going to say that these two things are like everything. But I do feel like it is necessary. Like I agree with her, her tweet or her statement. Cause like I guess this was kind of what Kevin was saying. Like if a man shows that he can provide you with that emotional security and like leadership, you feel like you can just kind of sit back. Then you can be relaxed. You can be submissive. Your guard is down. You're not feeling like you got to handle everything or do everything you're more trusting just knowing that you know shit is going to be taken care of because that's what that man is bringing to the table or providing i feel like a lot of women fail to be submissive and i know everybody has their own definition of that but i feel like a lot of women fail to be submissive because their their man is not fully leading or providing like that emotional support to um to the relationship like it's it's hard for you to be relaxed and trusting and submissive to a man where you feel like he not doing what he's supposed to do and you got to do everything like why should I submit to a man when I'm doing I'm doing everything I'm handling everything I'm telling you what you need to do how I'm gonna be submissive and she had another she had another because it was, it was three, I think it was mostly three tweets that kind of like took over. Um, so it was that one. And then she was like, she's also added that even successful, strong women want to feel safe enough to be soft. And she said that that's, that's a woman's true nature. And then she said the man who makes her feel safe will have the world. It was the tweets that got retweeted 13,000 times and got 31,000 likes. So um, I think she's, I think, I think she's right. I think y'all are right. Um, like you said, there's, there's other qualities in there, but, and I agree with what Kevin said. Like I, I have seen and I can see some relationships where the man might not be like the, the biggest emotional uh, supporter or the biggest giver of emotions to where that's what you can kind of rely upon. Um, you know what I'm saying, from him, but he was a leader. So you always see that woman stay by his side um, for years to come, you know, for years on in because he had that at least. Um, and But I do think that to get all of your woman, if you could do both, I think, I think she's right. Because again, I do think that women just want a moment to breathe, you know what I'm saying, especially Black women, um, to where they don't got to be so strong they don't gotta carry carry the, the the weight of the family and you know what i'm saying I, I think they would love a man who could understand that and emotionally be able to provide them a space in which they could take a back seat at some times if not all the time um and i and i think for us men i think we need to understand the emotional requirement of our women so we don't get defensive when they say that they're not getting it from us, right? And when I'm saying that because I think that for a good quality man, right? And I'll stick to a good quality black man. 
we're we're providers at heart. We feel like we need to provide for our family. And some of us work to the bone to provide, but don't realize that we're not giving that emotional sanctuary. And I think that sometimes when women challenge us on that, we get defensive because we realize or we point out how hard we work to provide. You know what I mean? And I and I think that we that's where we sometimes lose um, the submissive part of the woman, you know what I'm saying? Because we're almost wiring her to be the same as us because we're never giving her that space to, to relax. Um, so again, I feel like if you have both, then yes, you'll probably get that soft, nurturing, catering woman that you want. Um, but if at the very least you could, you could lead, I think for sure you'll get a loyal woman for sure. Um, but I want the woman that's going to just let loose and you know what I'm saying? Give me all, I want the world, like Curry said. So uh, I'm going to try to be emotional, sanctuary, um, give her emotional security, as well as the leadership. Um, so I don't think she was, I don't think she was wrong. I don't think I was wrong. Um, but is there any other, let's say, is there any other trait that you feel like is just as important for a man to have, to have a successful relationship or to, to be able to earn um, all of those things that she said a woman would give or do for her man if he provided something else. Well, I, I, well let me let me ask you real quick. Like, babe, you being my wife, right? Emotional security. What 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 does that mean to you? Like, how would you sum that up? Yeah, put me on the spot. No, I, I really want to know because it's kind of serious because it's like I, I, it's not necessarily just because of me and her. It's more like men. Period. Like some men are not like those emotional really emotional like showing creatures you know they we more like you know chill laid back like you know we'll show some type of you know emotion or we might show like some type of some type of feeling towards something but at the same time like a lot of men are not like really like emotional when it comes to things maybe like i guess more like I think for me is more of a like an understanding of like what I go through emotionally or like just being a woman. Okay. I, I so, think that's so like supporting you in times where you're on your period or you had a rough day at work or you know your emotions or your hormones are all over the place. You may be you know, moody or emotional crying one day, stuff like that. You want us to be that emotion, that 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 rock that can basically. Yeah, hey, I come think here. some. I like, think some. I think some men aren't mature enough to understand the difference between like a woman being crazy or like a woman just going through some shit, and I feel like the emotional security comes in when you can like sit there with me and like go through that shit with me. And I just be like, oh bro, you bugging, like you tripping, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying you gotta cry when I cry, but it's like. Like basically support you, be there. Like, you know, you be crying, like, hey, come here, hug you. Like don't look at it okay. as, don't look at it as crazy. Cause like us women, we go through a lot of different things. Yeah. So pretty much allow you the space to be a woman. Right. Right. And without okay. 
Right. Without making you feel bad about it. Right. Right. I feel like I feel that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I why I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah, that's why I asked. I didn't want to like say emotional security. Like, you want me to cry when you cry, or you want me to be moping when you moping? Like, like nah. Like some females want to, uh, you know, when times like that, you want somebody to be, you know, solid. Like, yo, you know, stop crying. We're gonna be okay. We're gonna knock this out. This is not be that security. Like, so you won't be too overwhelmed about things. That's why I was asking. Yeah, I, and and I feel and I think feel same thing. Um, I think us as men need to realize that there's a in those different emotions that they just spoke about. There's a different way to handle each one of them, and the way you handled it the last time might be totally different than what's required the next time. Like. Sometimes, like Kev said, you might need to be like the babe. Stop crying. It's good. It's good. We're gonna be straight. You you might need to be that rock and that motivator. And sometimes you might gotta let her cry. You know what I'm saying? And just be like, babe, you need tissue. Like I understand you had to run. Whatever it is, like it's so it's so difficult. And I think for some men, like she said, we're not mature enough to understand. Like, okay, this day she's you know I need to let her cry. Um, yeah. Tomorrow, she needs a little motivation. Like, we kind of project our timeline on women sometimes, like, because we think, like, man, it's two days. She should be over that shit by now. And then we come in with an attitude. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that is a maturity position. And even me, like, I'm not in love or no shit right now, so I, I don't be caring, but I understand. Like, a lot of times, my mindset is, like, why are you complaining? Like, I feel like you're complaining. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you know the situation, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I also know that I have the capacity to be different if it's required. So I, I can understand, like, what that emotional security means. And, and again, it, it, change, it could change. So, I like, yeah, we got to be more, more mature. We got to be more mature to our women. You know what I'm saying? Let them, just like we want them to let us be men, we got to let them be women. We got to let them feel their emotions and and indulge in it without them feeling like they can't do it or they can't do it around us. Cause that, I think that would hurt. I think if I was in a relationship or love or whatever, that would hurt me the most. If my lady couldn't feel safe enough to cry around me or, you know, be vulnerable with me with her emotions. If she always felt like she had to be hard body, I would, I would kind of be upset. So that's a big responsibility that we we gotta we gotta learn to handle. Yeah, yeah. Give that shoulder to cry on all the time. Yeah. So, but, um, you said like ahead. other, like, what would you say other traits would be? I think taking the time. Like sometimes I feel like men don't always put in the time, like. I'm trying to say this like I feel like men put in time uh, men put time in relationships just not always the same as women like I feel like y'all sometimes y'all court us and things like that but as far as like actually taking the time like I always say to Kevin like if you just pay attention like, I'm really not hard to please. If you just pay attention, you're going to learn me. Like, I'm pretty 
predictable in a sense. So it's like, I think if men put more time in like actually paying attention and like just being observant and like picking up on things, like I, I feel like I'm very observant and like, I, I like in my relation in my relationship I feel like I'm like a note taker <laughs> like I can I know Kevin like the back of my hand I know what he's going to do when he comes in the house I know like I just know I know how to respond to whatever he's kind of like throwing at me in a sense but sometimes I feel like that's not it's not as easy for men well, to really catch what we're throwing. Well, well, I'm gonna speak at, from it for a man, as a man. But sometimes it's like we, it's like y'all, women navigate differently. So I'm not saying like y'all, y'all, y'all signs may be different one day. You may be feeling one day this way, then like he said, one day you might cry one way, and then the next day you might cry another way. You might be awesome. Crying like man, fuck this, man. he throwing shit around like yo, you was just crying in the corner yesterday. Like how you gonna like, react to this? Although you know? the emotions are different, I feel like it's also somewhat of a pattern. To mm-hmm. so where like I feel like you you can learn it and you can know like based on just like I don't know like just no posture it's like things i take note of too of day like i know like they i know the first thing like she come in the house i know when the first thing she gonna say in her mouth kevin you try to find out where i'm at in the house you know what i'm saying but you know it, it's things like that it's some, some things i'm still like you know like we're married we, we've been together uh going over going on two years and yeah, two, three years. Don't quote me. Uh, but it's like I don't even know. You know what I mean? But I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Like being married. Don't quote me. We've been we've been together for like a week, but you know. But I'm still learning. You know, like this is a journey. This is not no. You know, this is not no game. This is not, oh, you got 30 minutes to find out everything. Like, no, nah, this is a journey. I'm gonna find something out about my wife two years from now that I didn't know, you know, when I first met her. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know. No. I, I, I think Day is right. And I, and I say this because I was that person and my fear, not my fear. Um, what person? I'm, I'm observant. Like I pick up on everything. Um, and I know ways to emotionally push your buttons in a positive way, like to show you that I'm paying attention to shit that matter or just things that you don't think I would think about, like not to go too off, but like one time when I was in a relationship, she was out of town and we didn't live together or nothing, you know what I'm saying? But I knew like, I had a thought like, okay, when she come back, I know how she got when she came back. Like when she got back in town, she was always in like, that like, damn, I wish I could have stayed longer. Like she enjoyed, you know what I'm saying, vacation. So I was like, okay, well, let me make life easier for her when she get back. So there's not such an immediate like stress. So I like wash the car, put it, fill the gas tank up, you know, got different little shit like that. Um, so I was that person. So like, I will say, and I can't speak for all men. 
but for some like so now i'm not in a relationship and i haven't been in a long time so now i've kind of settled into like this selfishness um to where now to give that version of myself again it's gonna take a minute like i don't i don't i don't approach things the same way as i used to so i feel like it's important and i feel like we do miss that and we are i think men focus on present being present but not our presence right so it's like pick up on those little itty bitty things that she does um you know and then that way you're really paying attention to the woman you know what i'm saying and like you like they say i think we're all creatures of habit i don't care what nobody says so if you if you go through something or witness something in her enough you'll notice like okay even like a woman's period perfect example like you should know on the first day if she's a true bitch or like she's a true sulker and okay like okay around day three she kind of loosened up a little bit you know she get a little softer boom boom like if you pay attention enough then um you know how to handle it when it comes around the next time but i don't think we're mature enough as she said or patient enough sometimes to allow the habits to show themselves to us because when it's not the way we thought it was going to be or it's not the way it was the last time then we get frustrated um so i do think that we got to just do better being more patient like i feel like we're more patient with our women um and in reverse women gotta be patient with us too um but i feel like if we're more patient with them then we learn them better and understand what they go through a little bit better and know how to handle it versus expecting it to be the same every time and then getting frustrated because now we don't know how to approach it and we're still like we're still wrong or, or we're not pleasing her and then now we get frustrated so I think that that's where the whole communication thing comes into as well. Like we can't be scared to ask questions. Like, like yo, in situations like this, how would you react? What should I be looking for? You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm real life, no, I ain't gonna bullshit you. I'm not good at hands. Like you could be like, uh you know, have you noticed something about me? I'm like, bro, like what? Like, you know, I'll be kind of like, huh? I mean, listen, like, I don't know. Own it, bro. Just own it, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, it, sometimes I don't be observing. Like, sometimes I look at things, but I don't say it. Like, sometimes, like, she'll get her toes done. I see her. Okay, she got her toes done, but I don't say it. Oh, baby, you got your toes done. Or, you know, I may not, you know, at that moment say, like, you know, babe, your toes look nice. Or whatever the case may be. So I may yeah, I, I sometimes you shave your so, damn head, you begin in the bed like you take up on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean sometimes it's like, a you take up on my toes, dig in the foot. <laughs> like yeah, sometimes it's a delay, like man, I've been to say something earlier, but you know, like ooh, you know. But you know, that's how it is. Sometimes you just gotta I like, know who you married to, you know. I think it's just a process and it just really takes like time and a whole lot of effort in just trying to make the best out of it and make it work the way you know it works for y'all yeah yeah so. i agree and it is minor details like and i i learned and again like you know your woman i women like the subtle some women like the subtle compliments and then sometimes too we got to learn how to not say it in a way in which their first thought is like we don't like it because sometimes we say it we think it and we don't mean it the way it come out but that's their first representation of 
what they think we feel about it. Because a lot of times, from my experiences, women will do something that they want to do or feel confident in, but they still hope or, or want to see like how their man react or how he feel about it. And sometimes we'll be like, oh, why you why you do your hair like that? And we could be thinking that, but but ultimately like it. But the way we present it is like, you don't like it. And then now they second guessing it. So it's like, we got to be very careful with how we present our thoughts. Yeah. And when we go to present them, just be like, damn girl you look good as shit today what you changed with your like slow shit like that and then that's what some women like to hear a little bit and again it's just to show that you paid attention like with the toes thing like you might realize she got the white toes this time and normally she do pink you know what i'm saying like, like women, I, notice when you notice shit like when you go when you go back to what you said about the hair thing like sometimes they make things like hey babe like do you like my hair sometimes it'd be like you know, you tell me like, no, nah, I don't know if I really like it or not. Sometimes, like with me, it's like sometimes I get a, a day or two to like for me to look at it. You know, because like just seeing it the first time, you're like, damn, I don't really like that joint. But then two days, <laughs> damn, baby, that should starting to look good now. Like, you know, I, I I don't really like make my first look at something, my first judgment or my first, you know, my first right. it. so. And that's that's a safe bet. So you don't fuck you don't say no fuck shit. That's a safe bet. Listen, like they come in they come in the house with purple hair, you know, I might be like first day I might be like, bro, I don't know about this shit. But if she like do something different to it, like spruce that drink up or curls and that joint may look good the next day, whatever. You know, I don't I ain't gonna be like, nigga, why you do that? You know. But they know this, bro. That's all. But like I said, it, the ultimate thing which I pointed out, and granted, y'all are a couple, so y'all know it take time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna happen overnight, and you're gonna learn something new every day. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like they said, if you're committed to that, then you should be in a good space. Like so, I, like I always say, like I admire y'all and, and what y'all you know shown me in the short time in which I've known y'all to be a couple. So I just be looking at like, shit, I don't know if I can get back to that, man. Like that shit, it's not that easy to tap back into, but I feel like ultimately when the time coming is right, I know. You got to start off with Chick-fil-A dates, bro. That's how we started off. You got to set that, that foundation. Foundation at Chick, at Chick. You remember that shit in the podcast? What happened that? They went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I, when the time comes, I'll get back into it. But for now, I'm gonna just stay selfish. But um, the last the last approach to this is we want to figure out the difference of that uh, masculine toxicness. I think that's how I'm supposed to say it. Uh, and then the feminine toxic. Like, which one's stronger? Which one do you feel comes out a little bit more easily? Easily, like, which toxic? Is a little stronger than the other. Is it from the man or is it from the woman? It's both. I, they both niggas. They both can be toxic. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they both can be toxic, but you know how like I feel like sometimes men may perceive like women as being more toxic or they're toxic i don't know how to fucking say it but um 
they may perceive their level of toxicness, I guess, stronger because I feel like a lot of things, like I feel like men dish out a lot of things that they can't take. So they may perceive like women as being more more toxic, but I feel like it's equal. I feel like you toxic, you toxic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the whole thing about you know toxic, like like being toxic. To- Toxic as a man is like I guess it's more like nowadays is more like of uh, what men naturally do can come off as being toxic. You know what I'm saying? Like being you know straightforward about things or you know coming off as like aggressive. Like men are naturally aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like so many females now act like men. It's really hard to like, <laughs> differentiate. It's, yeah, I mean, and I guess it's like a term that's been thrown out now for like females to start calling themselves like alpha females, but it's like, it's no such thing as an alpha female. It's like a masculine female. Like she has masculine traits, like being like a, a like philosopher that she like being a man, you know, nigga, like I'm gonna beat you, like, you know, coming off as like really masculine. Like that can be like scary, like, bro. Shit, I don't, uh, in certain regards, I don't mind. I would like it to keep it as an alpha female. That's alpha. Cool. sexy. Well, how, like, like, because, like, I, well, I look at Beyonce. I think Beyonce is an alpha female. Like, I think she's about her shit. She knows what she wants. She knows her vision. And she's a boss woman. So it's like, she's not going to take certain shit from people messing up her vision. And I don't think that that makes her masculine. I think that makes her strong. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call her uh, alpha female. I think Beyonce is like just a. Cause I would say. No, 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 no. No, I'm not sexist. Like what I'm trying to say is like I could consider her an alpha female and like her level. Like there's nobody like up there with her. That's fucking with her. That's what I'm saying. I give her the alpha female side title, like for real, because like you said, she is on her shit. This is and that, and but it's I don't think there's no other female out here that like demands the the man that the, the the things that she demands. You know what I'm saying? A lot of from my vision of alpha alpha, it's a lot of alpha female. Like I think Tiana Taylor is an alpha female. Like. Her personality is strong. I feel like she knows what she wants. She she's confident in who she is. In mm-hmm. some regards, like I think some women, like her situation with Iman, where you know what I'm saying they do threesomes or whatever, but she's open about it and she like, but this nigga still he know what's up. Like a lot of women aren't aren't that, you know what I mean? And I think some aren't aren't that because they fear that men or p other women will look at them and say you doing too much. You need to calm down. But I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I think if you own who you are and 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 what your personality is, like the people who gonna fuck with it, gonna fuck with it. People who not not. I personally find that shit attractive. Like I like that. I like that. I, I like that. Tell me all the time, you know what I'm saying? Brush up on me, but sometimes I might be like, okay, baby, you got it tonight. That's that's fire. Um, yeah, I, I like that point though. Like what Tiana telling, like yeah, I will put her in like a type of alpha female because she gives that energy off as like that like nigga I want that shit like 
like, damn, like, all right, bet, like, what's up with it, like, type <laughs> shit like that. But it's like some, I think some females throw that alpha female shit out there, but they come off as masculine as hell. Like, they got man like tendencies. Like, they're awesome. That's true. Like, not, like Tiana Teller, she's like a, a, a feminist. But also she got some alpha traits, but it's like she her shit is like really balanced. Like she don't give you that ratchet, raunchy shit all the time. You get what I'm saying? Like and her and her raunchy or sexy or it's not to me. It's not bad. It's it, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't belittle or it doesn't take advantage of a man. Right. I think a lot of women in today's society their power comes from taking advantage of or or not manipulating necessarily because it's not always that but you know what i'm saying it comes from like tricking a man to do or take care or whatever because you look this way or you do you know what i'm saying that to me is not alpha but yeah. Yana don't give that off she's like this is me this is what i am whether you give me something or not like i'm still a boss like that to me is an alpha female so i agree, I agree you do have some women who portray to be alpha females and they're really not and you do have some women who are masculine in the sense of there's no sensuality to them like they they hard body hard body all the time and they present themselves to be like this such a tough exterior to where it's really hard to to tap into the feminine side of her. So I do think that some women have been guarded enough or long enough to where they are like completely a rock and they're gonna take a, a lot of time and effort to, to crack it. Um, but then I think you do have women who are just confident in being a, a boss woman and, and not taking shit from, from things that they, you know, they own. So that's what, that's why I would think like that's my definition of an alpha female. Yeah. And if any of y'all out there, let me know because that shit's sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean you gotta make you gotta make sure what kind of alpha they are. You got those alpha females that think they just because they run a business and all that shit, they 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 can run you. You know, you don't want yeah, to be nah. we ain't doing that one. We ain't doing that one. All yeah, that. Yeah, you just gotta watch, you know, you gotta watch it. But I agree to the question that initially at hand. I think I think both uh, toxic is toxic. Like right? the shit, the shit's bad. Um, I I do think, and then it depends. Like women can take it far too. It just it just all depends on who was who's who was hurt the most. Like I feel like a lot of toxic traits come from being hurt. Um, and the toxic comes out when you you. It's almost like a defense mechanism. Like when people get toxic when they feel like somebody about to hurt them or do them wrong again, and then the toxic come out. Um, and then some people are just walking around hurt. So they just spew toxic, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think to what they said, I think that as men, most of us can't handle what we put out. So in that, re in that regard, in that truth, I feel like women's toxic is more powerful because we'll dish it. And then we, when it gets spewed back at us, it's like the worst thing we ever ever gone through so in that regard women's toxic is, is more powerful than men's toxic yeah yeah i respect that so <clears throat> um but yeah we just had a nice a nice rapid taste um 
about a lot of different things, you know, and it's always thought provoking, kind of get to see how you feel about stuff and challenging. Like a conversation is supposed to challenge you. So hopefully we were able to do that tonight. I know I was challenged um, <laughs> in listening <laughs> and being a good listener. Uh, so where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, again, we always have good conversation when we join in on here. And that's, that's what the goal is when we get on this joint. Oh. So again, just to just to bring up and, and reiterate, Wise Wednesdays. We just gonna call it Wise Wednesdays because you might get a Wise Man Wednesday, you might get a Wise Woman Wednesday. Um, but it's just to give insight on something that sparks within us, you know. So this past week, uh, I just talked about I talked about stress and how to handle stress. So whatever inspires us, you know, we're gonna hop on every Wednesday and give a tidbit, and hopefully it helps somebody, you know, get through their day, get through their week, or whatever it is that might be challenging them. Um, it helps them understand it. So be on the be on the IG, super good podcast IG, um, and the Wise Wednesday. We're gonna try to keep it going every week as best we can. But uh, as usual, man, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll be back at it with a, with another interesting convo pretty soon. So y'all stay locked in with us. Appreciate it. Super good in this bitch. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac, I shoot a shot, I'm coming in hot. Steamer. I bring the fire, but you never seen her. I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul, better go to Korea. I love my dog, just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect him. I made the call, it was just like I'm reffing. I know we left here, now we back together, but I guess that is better now. Later than never, like, uh, what's happening? I'ma need y'all quit asking when. Me and my wife gonna have some kids. Right now, we just practicing. Practicing. Teacher said, quit rapping, man. That gonna hurt my average. I said, thank God I ain't average. Yeah, I'm a bright young man. The GPA, GPA and the BPM. BPM. Look, we on. So say what you say, cause that's A with Lecrae. From the A train to the A, I'm coming in hot. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot.